This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski with you. And joining us now is Seamus McGee, lead trader for BetMGM. Seamus, great to have you back on the show. Always love picking your brain and catching up with you. Let's start with some college basketball. Conference tournaments are underway. What type of sharp action are you seeing on some of the plays that you can make for tonight? Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back on. Um, so we have, uh, I think we have pretty much every conference outright up that's happening this week right now. And uh, these are, uh, you see some sharp money come in on them. It's uh, it's an interesting market because the market has pretty much figured out most of these teams, but you might have some lingering injuries along some teams. Uh, but these are definitely some futures markets that we like, that some sharps like to play. And uh we're certainly starting to see some on uh, on conferences like the Patriot League and the Atlantic Sun. Yeah, so the Patriot, uh, the A-Sun started last night. Uh, Patriot tonight, it's funny because we were just talking about the Horizon and Sunbelt also starting uh, tonight, which maybe, maybe you could see some upsets down the board. Uh, the action that you've seen on the A-Sun and the Patriot that you just mentioned, what, what are you seeing? Yeah, A-Sun, um, when we opened this, I, I kind of want to stay a little short on Liberty. I think that with McGee back there, I think this is definitely a run that he wants to go on uh, with that squad. But mm-hmm. we've seen some sharp money come in on Kennesaw State. They've had a strong year. Um, the Patriot, not a ton, uh, but I'd say uh, some. I saw some sharp money coming out of the Army right when we opened. Uh, from a personal standpoint, I, if you're looking for a long shot, I think Lafayette, they – they just get hot from three. They could you could see some upsets from them. Uh, and then Sunbelt, um, South Alabama uh, is definitely one team that's garnered some sharp attention. And uh, huh. before I forget, for the A Sun, um, uh, North Florida, uh, definitely one of the better. Uh, they've been some of the best form of any team coming in. So there's been some attention to them as well. What about the West Coast Conference? Anything stand out there? It's uh, definitely my favorite format of a tournament. I think every mid-major should do what they do. If you're trying to get your best team in, just do what the WCC does. Um, but it's uh, it's pretty much people taking positions on either Gonzaga or St. Mary's. We're St. offering Mary's. Uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's versus the field in a in a bid stealer prop. Um, so if the, if you just want to take the field with with us, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, but Pretty much that's about it. I wouldn't be shocked if you saw some action on Loyola Marymount just because they've beaten both St. Mary's and Gonzaga this year. But, uh, I mean, that's what I expected to see so far. What, is there something you see in more in a general sense with the conference tournaments, or does it just vary 
how it's set up, uh, the format. Do you have double buys and all that? Uh, do do you see a lot a lot of the I don't know more public betters take those top couple of seeds or the game the teams that have fewer games potentially fewer games, and, and do you see some sharper play on the longer odds or vice versa or just is the approach all over the place? What what, what kind of uh, action do you guys see in these conference tournaments? Definitely the latter. I mean, it varies conference to conference. You might see some some recreational play on some long shots looking to looking to crash the tournament. Uh, you can see some sharp money come in on favorites that aren't short enough. Uh, and you have to look at the format of each tournament. Like the A-Sun, for example, is, is home court, uh, goes the highest seed. I think the Horizon just started reseeding round by round. Um, so there's a lot of things you got to look mm-hmm. at when uh, pricing things up. And uh, you, you, you'll see mostly um, some sharper play on these mid-majors this week. Uh, and then come next week when we have the you know, the, the high major conferences, um, you'll start to see most of the most of the public come in, especially with just a week away from March Madness. Seamus, I know it's tough to bet on college basketball futures when we don't have the bracket, we don't know the path. But are there any like futures liabilities or sharp action that you are seeing now? Yeah, I mean it's all year. It's just been. Houston versus the the field for us. We have the big bet for Mattress Mac to win about five million on us. So right now we're rooting for anyone not named Houston, but that could change. I mean, we Kansas Me too. Kansas has been playing so well. Um, yeah, Kansas has been playing so well over the past few weeks. So we're starting to see a lot of money come in on them. Um, I told you guys I, last week or a couple weeks ago. Carolina still keeps getting bet, and they just picked up. Uh, a few good wins over the last week. Um, mm-hmm. Gonzaga, people are starting to buy in Gonzaga again. I I remember telling someone, it's like I can't remember the last time Gonzaga was this low. To, I can't remember seeing their odds as high as twenty five to yeah. one to win the national championship. So there's starting to be some. Uh, we took we took a decent sized bet actually uh, yesterday around five figures on Gonzaga to win the whole thing. So. People are starting to come around to them again, especially after the big win they had over St. Mary's. I'd imagine once we get to uh, the the top conferences, there's going to be people talking about the next North Carolina. What, what's the next team that nobody sees much during much of the regular season, but they get hot during the tournament, and then they're going to carry that over. We, we see it every year, and sometimes those teams flame out early on in the tournament. Uh, when do you see the most futures play? Is is it now, as people are getting back into college basketball, kind of post-football, is it during the conference tournaments? Or is it, you know, those selections Sunday and the next few days, uh, once you can see a path uh, and before we get to the tournament? Is there a specific week or so where it really picks up as far as uh, futures? The days between selection Sunday and the first day of the second of the technically the second round uh, is mm-hmm. definitely when we see the most action. Uh, this is when it starts to pick up. Everyone's starting to, you know, everyone's starting to talk mm-hmm. about March Madness. Saturday we had like six buzzer beaters, so everyone was talking about that, starting to pay attention to college basketball. So uh, and then it really hits a peak right when uh, the bracket's announced. 
So besides Houston, any other big liability or is that just like the biggest one by far? It seems like it is, especially with Mattress Mac putting all that money on it. But is there another team that you're just like, oh man, we cannot have them win the tournament? I imagine if Kansas gets that far, they will be a loser for us. Uh, like all football season, like Kansas has been it's a very, very great state for us ever since they, uh, they opened betting there. And every week during football season, especially with like this year's football team, it was can't have Kansas win or cover a spread. And then it's the same thing for uh, basketball right now. So I imagine come uh, uh, March Madness, we'll have uh, – we wouldn't like to see Kansas win. Surprisingly, though, that we'd like to see them win the Big 12 regular season. We actually had a couple big bets on uh, Texas to win the whole thing. So that's looking promising right now going into the final stretch. I wish Seamus McGee, lead trader for BetMGM. This is BetQL Daily. Uh, Seamus, I'm in the Chicago area, so we're paying close, close attention to the NFL draft odds. I don't think anybody really believes that the Bears are going to hold on to this number one pick. I was already seeing reports on that. Uh, combine week, so the chatter is going to pick up. But uh, I saw the big move on Anthony Richardson. You guys had him, just was it a couple of weeks ago, at 101 to go number one overall. And we've seen this massive move. Uh, what was that all about? So this uh, market, the NFL draft, is incredibly difficult to book, it is, especially this far out. It is not easy to make a lot of money on this either. So when you when there's steam, it will there will be a massive overreaction. I. And you have to be very careful when you're betting this off off possible steam. I remember Kayvon Thibodeau was like 20 to one to go second overall. He closed around three to one, and it, the lines couldn't get to the the podium fast enough to grab Hutchinson. So mm-hmm. it's I think the reason behind it is Richardson. I imagine is going to tear up the combine. He is easily the best athlete I think of the quarterbacks that are going to get drafted in the first round. And it's going to be it's it's going to be Wilson at his pro day, I think, and you're going to see him just really light it up. It's weird booking him because I'm of the opinion he has to sit a year. He's only started about 15 or 16 games in his career in Florida. I can't imagine you throw him out there that soon. So to start him day one, I thought would be a risk. So I am a little surprised to see him get steamed up all the way to like about six to one, I believe it is right now, or seven to one. So. I think it's just going to be a lot of chatter around the combine about what a freak athlete he is and the, and the cannon arm that he has. Seamus, what is the process for posting the draft market and what will that rollout look like? It's uh, so we, we took a, we made a decision last year where we were going to really scale back a draft offering. Like during the 2020 draft during COVID, uh, you saw a lot of books post up anything they possibly could around the draft. And that was because there was no sports going on. And we, did, we needed to have some action on something. But, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. we, didn't, we didn't have a very successful draft in terms of uh, profits. So we, uh, we decided we're, we scale ours back. We only offer about the top three picks, first position drafted, and then a handful of first-round uh, um, draft positions. And you <laughs> It's hard to book because you have to look at a lot of mocks. You have to have you have to have an idea about who this player is. You have to know about team needs, and better yet, you have to have a great eye for what customers you think know the most 
uh, going into the draft because at the end of the day, I I, I don't have Adam Schefter in my contact list. I, I don't have <laughs> Rappaport talking to me about where people are going to go. So we have I have to rely a lot on information we're getting from the market. Have you guys ever had a successful draft from your perspective? I uh, we, we, I don't think so in the NFL. <laughs> Perhaps okay. in NBA draft. NBA is a little easier to book because you really most of the time it's really concrete. Um, you really I, I, not this year though. I mean this year it was we were really on top of this year this draft at least with the Bancaro late move. But NFL, I can't mm-hmm. remember the last time we since we've been a legalized book that we've had a, a successful draft. It's very hard. Yeah. Really quick, just like 10 seconds, have you seen any bets come in, like anticipating where these quarterbacks might go in the NFL? Uh, right no. now we only have the first overall pick, and uh, right now Richardson's the only loser on the book for that right now. Um, so if we see Stroud or Young go first, I would love that. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. That was Seamus McGee. He's awesome. Lead trader. Coming up next, football outsiders revealed their numbers on the most aggressive coaches. How will that impact our bets next season? We dive in. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.